Trevor, we're clear. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of The Florida Project, the podcast where Disney fans celebrate Walt Disney World. If you like Disney and you like podcasts, you will probably like The Florida Project. I'm Jason. Next to me is Michael. Hello. Uh, will is out this week, but filling in for him is once and future co-host, one Carrie Salty Myers. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Going okay. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's been a minute. It's been a minute or two. As they say. Or as that one guy says, what's his name? Sam. It's been a minute. On the NPR podcast, Sam Sam Smith. No, that's a musician. Sam. I don't know. Sam Sam Wise Gamgee is not him either, (laughs) but. NPR Sam. Yes. He says that. Sanders. Sam Sanders. Sam Sanders. There you go. Uh, If you'd like to support the show, get access to some awesome bonus content and hang out with us on our Patreon exclusive Slack channel, become one of our Patreon saints at patreon.com slash TFP podcast. You can also go ahead and support NPR by Going to your local NPR station yeah, and making should. a donation. You should. They're doing good work out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of our Patreon saints get ad-free versions of the podcast, as well as access to two additional shows, TFP Extra, Extra. and Disney Classics. Classic. You also get access to the whole catalog of NPR and everything great that they have to offer. What? But that's unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> Each week on TFP Extra, Extra, we keep the podcast train rolling with more zany fun, the airing of grievances, and a topic that may or may not be Disney-related. Uh, on the Disney Classics series, we watch and discuss each of Disney's animated classic films. Um, Frozen 2 is up next at some point. Uh, actually, no, I think we're doing it soon, right? Because Michael and I are going to be out, so we're going to release Frozen 2 uh, while while we're out. Yeah, look for it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Additional levels and rewards are all on the Patreon site, so sign up at patreon.com slash podcast today and get more of The Florida Project. In this episode, we'll discuss some nonsense and small topics. Michael will give us the latest news, and then Salty Myers will tell us how to treat yourself at Walt Disney World. All that and more is coming up on this week's episode of The Florida Project. It's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small, small, small topics. Small topic number one. What is your favorite? What are your favorite savory and sweet foods to treat yourself with? Oh, charcuterie board. Really? That's my, that's like, it's sometimes fancy, sometimes girl dinner style, but yeah, meats and cheeses. Have you ever gotten into making one of those, like, you see the, the, things on like TikTok where, or Instagram where it's like the whole counter. Is covered in a charcuterie board, I and you're like, "That's gonna you're throwing all that away." I, I haven't, but I went to uh, my cousin's. Uh, what is it called? A shower, wedding shower. Uh-huh. This a few months ago, and that was like was the food for the shower was a huge table, and it was just a huge charcuterie board, and we killed it. Not completely, oh, yeah? but very close. Okay, what's your favorite thing on a charcuterie board? It's a cheese. It's always going to be a cheese. Yeah, um, but I like cheese and fruit, or cheese and meat. I also like to have a little honey on the board. Okay. So sometimes I'd be the cheese and the honey or depending on the fruit, the fruit and the honey. Okay. 
I like a borzon cheese. Oh, love a borzon. It may make cheese. me basic, but I'm here for it. I don't Give know me a Ritz cracker and a borzon. It's that like spreadable cheese with the garlic. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. good. It's good. I made the TikTok borzon pasta and I've made it twice, I think now. It's ridiculously good. I bet. Like, I feel like. So you have your TikTok recipes, which mm, you know generally very, I'm, I'm yeah. very much against. Um, but I feel like if it starts with a block of borsan cheese, whatever you do to it, right. it's going to be good. Yes. <laughs> All right. Michael, favorite savory thing to treat yourself with? It's probably popcorn. Mm, I don't think that's true. What is it? I was a trying to scargo. think. Scargo. I guess so. I wasn't really considering that a treat, but I guess it is. Yeah, it's a treat. What, you get a scargo? Every day at lunch. Well, no, I was thinking like I could eat a bucket of popcorn. I don't think I could eat a bucket of a scargo. But have you tried? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, and the bucket sizes vary between <laughs> a scargo and popcorn. <laughs> I don't think you would. I, That's an expensive bucket. That is, yeah. I feel like if you got a popcorn sized bucket of a scargo, I, I feel like you would just vomit. Like just seeing it. It's like just the rich. idea, just thinking about it. Yeah, is, I don't even want that much. That's too much. Ew. Yeah, no. Uh, mine is, I, I think mine's going to be Walt shrimp at, um, Red Lobster recently. I can't get enough of it. Walt? Walt. Walt of Red Lobster? Yeah. I guess his name is Walt or okay. something. Okay. Not Walt Disney. No. Okay. And I don't want good shrimp. I don't want, I, I want specifically Walt shrimp. And we have been to Red Lobster it's a shameful. It's fried <laughs> shrimp. Yeah. It's fried shrimp. A shameful number of times recently. Just for the Walt Just shrimp. for Walt shrimp. What do you And we get the like you biscuits. pick a multiple so they have like pick three sh- different kinds of shrimps and they'll put them on your plate mm-hmm. or whatever. Or otherwise, all you can eat. Yeah. Nope. Or unlimited shrimp. So I always get three Walt shrimps. Mm-hmm. And Michael gets three shrimp scampies. Okay. Yeah. We don't need to mix and match. We know what we like. What do you put on the shrimp or dip it in or whatever? Uh I like a mixture of cocktail and tartar. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like scampi. Yeah, yep. you don't really dip the scampi <laughs> as I understand it. Yeah, I'm not crazy about shrimp. I'm not anti it, but I feel like it's wasted on me. So yeah, I'll just give y'all my shrimp. Yeah, and there's a like Michael's like, well, we can get shrimp some other place, and it's I specifically want you want that that quality, not great, but good. It's like you want Taco Bell, so you yeah, can't go to a Mexican exactly. restaurant and get Taco Bell. Exactly. Like I don't, I don't want a fresh out of the ocean shrimp. I want. Whatever. <laughs> I want to know whoever their freeze, freezer section supplier is, and I can just buy them straight from the source. Direct, yeah. It may not actually be shrimp. We'd have no idea. Oh, yeah, that's true. Could be anything. Just looks like a shrimp. Shrimp product. <laughs> All right. Favorite sweet thing to treat yourself with? I mean, it's it's easy and it's basic, but cheesecake. Yeah. Cheesecake is the gold standard Nothing for me. cheesecake. No, not a thing. There's a The Cheesecake Factory makes a Cinnabon cheesecake, which is... Mm. Delicious. They make a limoncello one too, I think. I think that's technically a tort, but has huh. a cheesecake layer. Delicious. Okay. I have so many, it's hard to pick. I would say right now at least. Yeah. It's cherry starburst. Okay. Yeah. Because I got a giant bag of cherry starburst for Christmas. <laughs> yep. Of just the cherry. <laughs> Do you still have them? Are they tucked away somewhere? Yeah, they're in there? over here in the podcasting cabinet. Did you forget <laughs> about them until we were setting up the podcast? No, they're open. I have a couple a night. Oh. I try to limit myself to three. Yeah. It doesn't That's always work. Sensible. <laughs> Sensible treat yourself. It usually mm-hmm. becomes 30. But <laughs> All right. What's the most trivial or dumb thing you treat yourself with? 
So for me recently, I've gotten into crafting and specifically card making. So I, I'm spending a shameful amount of time on a website that sells stamps and dies. Did you know that family travel has the incredible power to shape our children's worldview and create lasting memories? In a world where representation is often lacking, it's essential for our children to see themselves reflected in every aspect of life, including the stories we tell about travel. Introducing the Travel of Legacy podcast, where we're rewriting the script by celebrating the diverse voices of black and brown family travelers. Each episode of Travel of Legacy is a testament to the enriching power and the joy of exploration in black and brown communities. So journey with us and subscribe now. I know mine. Okay. It's Instacart. I hate going to the grocery store. Yeah. Like, I don't like shopping in general. I like buying stuff. Mm -hmm. But the actual out there shopping, not a big fan, really. Um, And I live, for many, many years, I lived fairly far from grocery stores. Like, it was a thing. Like, you're going 15 minutes to get to the grocery store. Now, I'm like, I've got like three within five minutes of me. And I still don't want to go. So, I will pay for the trivial act of someone shopping for me and delivering my groceries to me. Okay. That's a good one. Michael? Tuna pokey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to have it at least once a week. He does. Every Saturday. Okay. Yeah. In the morning, I go and get a Hardy's biscuit. Mm-hmm. And then for lunch, Michael gets a, um, a, bowl, of a bowl of pokey. Bro. Tuna's good for you. Yeah, that's good. I have to limit myself so I don't get too much mercury. So I oh, turn yeah. into, uh, what was that guy's name? The, from uh, Entourage. Yeah. Piven. Jeremy P- yeah. Pivs. Oh, God. uh finally if you were to treat yourself with an extravagant vacation where would you go australia Mm. it's actually on my list this year to plan an australia trip not actually go on it because i'm gonna have to save up and whatnot and be on a plane for 24 hours or whatever yeah but i've wanted to go to australia since i was about six years old and i've never been that would be my extravagant trip you have a milestone birthday coming up in a year that's true Hmm. Keep me. Keep us in the loop. <laughs> I will, because I want to go with people. Because yeah, it's always going to be loop. more fun. I would love to go to Australia. Never been. And I mean, we 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 know somebody who has some expertise in that Australian arena. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, Lisa? Pla- and planning. Yes, Lisa. Okay. <laughs> like, is there somebody else? We could know somebody else, but I yeah. meant Lisa. She's family there too. Yeah. I listen to a lot of Australian podcasts. You do like that? I do. I love the accent. I love Crocodile Dundee. Troy Savon is Australian. Oh yeah. He's a gay pop girly. Did you see the thing with um, like he, Kelly Clarkson was performing something somewhere and whatever the lyrics of the song she was singing, it sounded like something like Troy Sivan. Oh, yeah. Wronged me or you're going to get what you deserve or something like that. Yeah. And but then he responded via TikTok or, or yeah. uh, the like. And it was adorable. Yeah. He seems to be having a great time. That's nice. All right, Michael. Mine would be either Switzerland or Norway. Oh, good. Norway. But Switzerland, not during the winter, because it looks so pretty when it's green and the skies are blue. I think it's Switzerland. There's pictures I've seen that I think are Switzerland. That just looks beautiful. Yeah, that's a good one. Alps, yeah. Yeah. It seems lovely. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump yeah. in on that one. I'm happy to go to either one it. of those things. I also want to do the sound of music run up the hill in Salzburg. <laughs> Especially if, if we had a drone that could come in and film me just like. Yeah, I just want to, yeah, I want to spin around and sing. Yeah. Maybe I won't sing, but a spin around, definitely. Yeah. All right. So if we're going to the, what are they called? Nordic countries. Scandinavian. The, Scandinavian. Thank you. Uh, in Australia, then I'll go with the. Uh, I'll go to somewhere in Asia, so maybe a, a Japan, Ooh, a nice yeah. Japanese trip. That would be cool. Yeah. Everywhere I want to go. Everywhere. <gasps> Can I revise my answer? Sure. I want to take a year and a half long world tour around the like world. on that cruise. That Not world on tour the cruise. cruise. <laughs> Not on the cruise. I mean, I might cruise. It would be practical to take my around the world tour on a cruise, but not with a bunch of strangers. I got to have like a cruise ship. Obviously, you want a succession yacht? I want a succession yacht. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I can people it with my 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 folk. Yeah, um, but and I'll then put them on a helicopter and get them off. Get them out of there if, they, if they're done. causing trouble. Yep. Yeah, my 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 trip is it is a benevolent dictatorship, oh, yeah, but absolutely. it is a dictatorship nonetheless. Yeah, maybe I'll change mine to a cruise around all of Europe. On a Disney cruise. Oh, that's all. I just recently learned that the Disney cruise goes to Norway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a frozen thing. Yeah. All right. And that's it for small topics. Thanks, Jason. Those are some great small topics. News. So here are three news items this week about Disney. Not just Walt Disney World, but Disney. Number one, temporary closing date set for the Country Bear Jamboree and more changes coming to Frontierland. No. Are they going into hibernation? Yes. Mm, That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Canceling my annual pass. (laughs) Walt Disney World's Country Bear Jamboree at the Magic Kingdom will be closed starting January 26, 2024 in order to commence its reimagining for a fresh new act opening in the summer of 2024. Disney says, quote, The Country Bears are getting ready to put on a show that pays homage to the opera-style shows of Nashville. While the Country Bear musical jamboree will include Easter eggs from the beginning to the end, including a familiar tune fans may remember, the Bears will sing new, reinterpreted Disney tunes in different genres of country music like bluegrass, pop country, Americana, rockabilly, and other styles. What's rockabilly? Jerry Lee Lewis. Early Elvis. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, okay. At least that's what I think. I don't know. Disney also teased some other changes coming to Frontierland, saying, quote, Hold your horses. We're not done yet. We have a lot of growth and investment planned for our theme parks in the coming years and look forward to sharing more announcements about Frontierland. Mm. So y'all come back now, you hear? That's what they said. That was the end of the quote. That's exciting. While nothing official has been announced, most seem to read this as the retheming of Pecos Build Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Imagineers were spotted touring the area last year and its location near the former Splash Mountain ride, which will soon open as Tiana's Bayou Adventure, makes it an ideal candidate to be rethemed to Princess and the Frog. Over at Disneyland, Disney has already opened Tiana's Palace Eatery ahead of the opening of their Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Oh, yeah, that would be... I'll I'll put my money on that. It's going to become a Tiana's Palace. There's all those signs around there like Tiana's Food Service or something. Oh, yeah, there's like a market hall type of thing or something. And speaking of Frontierland, another change that has already occurred is a new entrance to the Frontierland station for the Walt Disney World Railroad. As part of work taking place on Tiana's Bayou Adventure, 
The station is now using a new staircase entrance constructed at the left of the station, whereas the original entrance on the right side of the station is now behind construction walls. Mm-hmm. So you can still get on the train there, but now they have a new way to get on. Yeah. And then it's probably all blacked out too, right? Like the windows and stuff, I would imagine. It was last time we were on it, so I would yeah. imagine until Tiana's Bayou Adventure opens, it'll stay blacked out. Okay. Number two, Good to Go Day is launched for Walt Disney World pass holders. So according to Disney Parks blog, quote, in 2024, resolve to be more spontaneous with Good to Go Days for annual pass holders. As pass holders prepare for their visits next year, we wanted to share more about how Good to Go Days work. On Good to Go Days, annual pass holders may enter the theme parks without needing a reservation, though blackout dates will continue to apply like they do today. The theme park reservation calendar, annual pass holder admissions calendar, and My Disney Experience app will show days that are good to go. And the first good to go dates have already been added to the calendar as of January 11, 2024. Good to go days will be added periodically and may be released days or weeks in advance. And with the return of all day park hopper access, pass holders can enter another Walt Disney World theme park anytime during park hours. Annual pass holders may also continue to visit with a, without a park reservation after 2 p.m. unless visiting the Magic Kingdom Park on a Saturday or Sunday. So there's six dates in January and early February so far that have already been designated as good-to-go days, at least as we record. Yeah, this is interesting to me. Mainly that it's still only pass holders that have to do park reservations. Um, it, it does seem odd. Yeah, because like everybody else, they've stopped with the park reservations, like if you're staying in a resort or mm-hmm. you have a well, think, date-based ticket. I suspect it's because with pass holders, they have no idea who's coming yeah. ahead of time. With all the other... Tickets, they know you're they know when you're gonna be there. Yeah. I wonder if the so the there's the Florida resident um thrill package, whatever that's like three days, but you have to use them between January and March or something. <clears throat> I wonder if those count as date based tickets. Like I wonder if you need if if date restricted means date yeah. based. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll never find out, and there's no way to find there's out. No way to find out <laughs> any more information. <laughs> oh well. Number three, Mandalorian and Grogu coming to the big screen. So the Mandalorian and Grogu, the stars of the hit Disney Plus series, The Mandalorian, are embarking on a new adventure to movie theaters. Yay! StarWars.com has an article with the early details, such as the new film will be directed by John Favreau and produced by Favreau, Kathleen Kennedy, and Dave Filoni. The Mandalorian and Grogu, which is the name of the movie currently, (laughs) will go into production in 2024. Quote, I have loved telling stories set in the rich world that George Lucas created, said Favreau. The prospect of bringing the Mandalorian and his apprentice Grogu to the big screen is extremely exciting. John Favreau and Dave Filoni have ushered into Star Wars two new and beloved characters, and this new story is a perfect fit for the big screen, added Kathleen Kennedy, president of Lucasfilm. Favreau created the Disney Plus series The Mandalorian, which follows a helmet-wearing bounty hunter, played by, played by Pedro Pascal, among others, sometimes, <laughs> who starts the show on the run to protect a young, adorable alien named Grogu, better known by fans as Baby Yoda. Though to be clear, it's not Baby Yoda. It is unclear when the upcoming film will fit into the timeline of the live-action series, which has aired three seasons and is currently in development on a fourth, though it's not uh, for certain out if there will be a fourth season or if it'll just be the movie. The Mandalorian and Grogu will lead Lucasfilm's ongoing feature development slate, including films held by 
Charmaine Obed Chinoy, James Mangold, and Dave Filoni, who is also currently developing Ahsoka Season 2. Uh, and this is the first official news we have gotten that Ahsoka is actually getting a Season 2. Yeah, this was kind of a surprise announcement. Like, just kind of out of the blue, it seemed. The movie or Ahsoka 2? Yeah, both. Okay. Both. But yeah, it was just like the last line of the article was mentioning Ahsoka Season 2, but there's no been like a formal am- announcement because mm-hmm. of the strike. Yeah. So, I'm very excited about that. I still haven't watched Ahsoka 1 because I want to watch all of Rebels and Clone Wars. And I have got to get myself in gear and do that because (laughs) I really want to watch Ahsoka. Um, But no, like The Mandalorian and Grogu. Have you watched Rebels and Clone Wars before? No. Uh, Yeah. So I have little, very little basis. I didn't either. And I was able to follow, I think. I'm sure it would be fine, but I still, I want to watch Rebels and Clone Wars anyway. And this is like how I make myself finally do it after well, frankly, I don't know. A decade. It's been a long time, it feels like, since those yeah. started. One yeah. Clone Wars came first, but um, but no, Mandalorian and Grogu, more of that. Absolutely. Just yeah. absolutely. Love them. Love them. Yeah, if they had gotten rid of Grogu in season three of Mandalorian after he went to train with Luke, I wouldn't have watched season three. I mean, I would have because Pedro is Pedro's one of my guys. Mm-hmm. But uh that was not that would not have been the right choice. You're making those thirst videos like that SNL. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Follow Salty Myers' <laughs> Pedro Pascal thirst TikTok channel. Handle to follow. The current slate of Star Wars films coming in the next few years have already been announced. And if you need a reminder, here's what they are, as of now at least. This is in addition to the upcoming Disney Plus series we talked about last week, that these films will be released sometime in 2025 or later. We have the one film set in a new era called The New Jedi Order and will be set more than a decade after the events of Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Actor Daisy Ridley will reprise her role as Rey Skywalker in the movie as she tries to rebuild the Jedi Order. And this is the film being written by Stephen Knight and directed by Obeid Chinoy. The force behind much of Star Wars televised content, Dave Filoni will direct a new movie that plans to focus on the New Republic, the government body that comes into power in the wake of the Empire's implosion. Uh, Lucasfilm says Filoni's movie will close out the interconnected stories told in The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and other Disney Plus series. Mm. And given how much the third season of The Mandalorian has focused on cloning technology and post-imperial power struggles, Filoni may be looking to fill in lore gaps about the return of Emperor Palpatine and the rise of Snoke in the Star Wars sequel trilogy era. Yeah, I bet he does. I bet, so people... uh love to complain about the rise of Skywalker and it has its problems and we're not gonna, uh, we don't need to go into all that, but the, the beginning of it was somehow the emperor's back like in the crawl. Um, and I bet as a huge star Wars fan himself, I bet Filoni is bothered by that. (laughs) And he's like, you know what, just to get this out of my brain, I need to fill in this gap. That makes sense. Yeah. He may have been happy to see that because he was like, well, that means I get to make stuff. Well, I got a job now. (laughs) That explains it or whatever. I can put weird witches and stuff in it. (laughs) Um, And then also James Mangold, the director of Logan, Ford versus Ferrari, Indiana Jones, and Dial of Destiny, will helm a Star Wars movie set in the distant past some 25,000 years before the original trilogy that goes back to the dawn of the Jedi, literally. Mangold's take on the earliest stages of Star Wars will be a biblical epic like the Ten Commandments about the dawning of the Force, the director said at Star Wars Celebration 2023. 
Mangold will explore questions like, where did the force come from? When did we discover it? And when uh, when did we learn to use it? See, that, I think, on paper, I love. I will be. I would be totally into that. But I also feel like that's maybe them um, setting their cap a little high. <laughs> like, that's going to be hard to do well. Yeah. Is it going to be like midichlorians again? Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> It's just but, space but, magic. But that being said, I love I love you know digging into the the wise things happen. It could work out beautifully. Uh, yeah, I just like that they're exploring different eras. Finally, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for the different eras. That's I I would like to get out of the Skywalker Empire era. They got a whole galaxy over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on with those EPT senators? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and that is it for news. That's some good news, Michael. Yeah, there wasn't a lot this week. Yeah. Today's topic is treat yourself at Walt Disney World with Salty Myers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this uh, episode is going to be a uh, sort of a trip review of um, Carrie just went, uh, just got back from and adults only yeah for your part right for all all of the december trip was adults yeah so one uh, very young adult but right. still adults um so an adult trip to disney world uh and then also in october yes uh she went with some friends of ours and their kids but she went it was uh, michael and i've done this before too it was more of a concurrent trip and not, she didn't go with, she went while they were <laughs> at uh, Disney World. So that, um, you know, a lot of times uh, as uncles, we get um, uh, more childcare duty than um, fun time than you would, than we would normally sign mm-hmm. up for. Right. Um <clears throat> when you go on a trip with someone, but if you go on a trip at the same time, which means you get your own room, you do your own travel plans. Um, you, you, uh, can say which dinners you're going to be at and which ones you're not going to be at, (laughs) uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it makes, uh, uh, it makes a different trip. So, so essentially two adult trips, one concurrent with, uh, a family trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the other one, uh, just adults. Yeah. So, um, and during this, when Carrie was going over some of her plans, it was I was super jealous of some of the stuff that she was doing because it was stuff. Uh, it was very treat yourself oh, at yeah. Disney World. Damn the torpedoes! Mm-hmm. Um, we're and, doing and this. the credit card bill and the credit card bill. This is how we roll. Because he's usually stuck riding rides with me because he knows I don't want to do all the other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> all right, so here we go. So let's. Um, what do you want to talk about first? You want to go chronological or park or Yeah, resort? let's go chronological okay. with your uh, December trip. Okay. And then you can throw in, like, uh, one of the cool things about your October trip was you knew the December trip was coming up and it was kind of a girl's trip. It, yeah. And so you used the October trip as a... There's a little recon going yeah, on. Yeah, the recon. <laughs> That's a good, yeah. uh, a good uh, example for So... All right, so okay. take us through it. Well, well, how long were you there? Okay, I was there for five days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good amount. 
Yeah. So I got there. Well, I mean, technically seven, but like I got there Sunday night and I left Saturday morning. Okay. So I was there for the week and it was the week like I left sun Saturday morning, the 23rd of December. Okay. So it was right before Christmas. Mm. Um, so I get down there. You came home the 23rd. I came home the 23rd. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, so I got down there, met my friend, my friend that we were our, our girls tripping together and we started the day like she had, I'll spare you the the boring details, but well, Michael can cut them out. If they're, okay. They're, if they're, they're super boring. They're, I, mean, like, I got there the night before we were staying in an Airbnb with her sister and husband because they had been down there for other reasons. And then Monday morning is when our Disney trip starts. Yeah. So Monday morning, we leave that Airbnb house. We go to the resort. We're staying at Coronado Springs. Okay. The idea being we would either park my car there. I, I had driven down, so had my car. Park my car there with our bags, or if we could leave our bags up front, whatever, because it was, you know, that morning. But they let us check in early. Oh, nice. Because we just went in the lobby, and I was looking for a restroom, and the lady was like, can I help you with anything? Well, yes, you can. Um, mm-hmm. But another nice thing about that check-in process, we, we could check in early and we could get right to the room. Um, they said they were only at 50% occupancy at the moment. So oh, nice. that was helpful. Um, but that was on Monday. On Wednesday, I was moving into my own room because her husband and stepdaughter were joining us. Uh-huh. So... We got to preliminary. And her is Brooke. Her so is just Brooke. For, her is Brooke, yeah. Just for clarity's sake, Brooke is the other person December is the Brooke trip. Yeah. So, um, but I got the the lady at the front desk, got it. So my room is just going to be like a couple of doors down from the oh, room. Nice. So That's we're good. still in the same area, which made it very convenient. Were you in the tower or were you in the... No, we were in the casitas. The casitas. Yes, casita five. Okay. Um, which we were on... We were in Casita 5 on the fourth floor, but when you pull up in the parking lot at a certain angle, there's no fourth floor. There's no fourth floor. And I was like, this isn't the right building. There's not a fourth floor. Yeah, and Brooke was like, it's the right building. It's ridiculous. And she was she was not confident in her statement, but we got into the innards and there is a yeah. fourth floor eventually. But it's the I was like, I'm counting the floors. There's not a fourth one. The, it's the thing I hate the most about Coronado Springs. And hate is very loose, but <laughs> it's when you get there. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and they're like, it's on the fourth floor. And you're like, those are, that's three floors. There are I don't three know floors right want. there. Do you have a basement? Is there a basement yeah. like at the Alamo? Um, but anyway, we get checked in and then we make for Epcot because it's Epcot day. And our goal at Epcot is to, there were several goals, but it was drink around the world day. Right. And we have drunk around the world several times in our lives. Not your first. Not our drink first around radio. the world, yo. No. Um, but in addition to the drinking around the world, we've been trying to eat at La Cellier for not, I mean, not trying hard, but we yep. wanted to eat at La Cellier for a long time. So I got a lunch reservation there. So we started our drink around the world in Canada at La Cellier with a nice lunch, steak salad. I think I had a yeah. soup. Um, very good. It's a good base for your drink. That's a good base. Indeed. Um, that's fun when, when Carrie was planning and I don't know if you were asking advice or just saying, uh, I got y'all tried to talk me out of La Cellier. So many other people did too. I don't. I I remember not actively trying to talk you out of it. I agree with. I that. remember. Have you considered this, or have yeah, you considered or that? like, oh, okay, like th- I think that was my my reaction. But I'm trying not to. For you know, a while now, I, I've tr- I'm trying not to rain on other people's parades. So I think maybe when we first talked about it, I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe just go to Charlie's instead of La Cellier. Um, 
But then when you were like, oh, we've we've been trying to go, Brooke and I specifically have been trying to go for a million years. And I'm like, okay, well then. You asked me, you're like, is there a particular reason you want to go there? And then I was like, explain. Yeah. Yeah. You did not rain on my parade. I tried to uh, (laughs) get a little context before I give my opinions now. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think shows a lot of growth as a a person over the last 40 Mm. some odd years. Bravo. (laughs) Oh, but I should also um, contextualize this. I haven't been to Disney World in like, five or six years before these trips this year. Yep. So it had been a while for me too. Okay. Um, but we do our La Cellier lunch. Lovely. Start the drink around the world with an Ottawa apple, which was fine. I'd heard good things so about like it. like a cider? No, I don't even remember what was in it, but it wasn't amazing. Okay. It was a whiskey-based drink of some sort, mm. um, but it was fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we move on. The various other countries. We tried, we wanted to ride Remy because of course... Um, who wouldn't? The line was at, I don't know, like 180 minutes when we walked up to it. And as soon as I checked, they had shut the ride down and it was shut down all day. So uh, we did not get to ride that. Unfortunately. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, but we worked our way around the world snacking. And, um, since the holiday festival was going on, we got some atypical things. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. At the, Lyam booth. Um, they had a frozen whiskey sour, which was delicious. Okay. At the what's the other one? The Bavaria booth. They had uh, schnitzel, which was good, but also a a raspberry Linzer cookie. It was just amazing. Mm. Um, I don't like raspberries on their own, but I like a raspberry dessert. I think most of the time. I like raspberries in all ways. I really do love a raspberry. I made a raspberry cobbler last night. Huh. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like that there's a P in the word raspberry. Raspberry. I, I, I get you. Yeah. Because yeah. I like, when I have to spell it, I have to like in my head say raspberry. Yeah. Raspberry. Um, but yeah, we were trucking along, having a lovely day. When we were in America, sitting down, having our whatever we were drinking or eating there, um, we, were, we were just chatting and these people sitting next to us, that we basically met a, um, a, a stuffed bunny. His name is Howard the Hare. <laughs> he has an Instagram following. They they oh, they, okay. they take Howard around and take pictures of Howard doing things. They yep. were doing Disney that week. So and he makes more money than the three of us combined. Probably, probably. maybe. I don't know. Is I this started a, an adult dresses a bunny. Oh no, no, no. Like a little oh. stuffed bunny. Like a little like maybe like oh, six okay. inches tall. Okay, there yeah. were three adults with the bunny. Yeah. Okay. But um, the bunny is way more well traveled than you are. I was thinking yeah. it was a furry situation. But they were they were super friendly and not <laughs> annoying. It was not furry a furry situation. I'm uncomfortable. No, no judgment. A little judgment. Um, but I'm not comfortable interacting in in that manner. Um, but this Howard the Hair, top notch. I like the name. Um, and then they took our picture with Howard and we got posted on Howard's Instagram and whatnot. So it was cute. Nice. Um, it was getting colder as the day went on though. Mm-hmm. And so right around I think China, I started shopping for something to make me warmer. You didn't say it right. China. China. Um, in China. Uh, I had my eye on a very, like, it was a, a cape kind of. Yeah, okay. it was a cape. There weren't, there weren't sleeves in it. It was some, it was made for an 85 year old woman. It absolutely was. You bought this in China? I almost did. Oh, okay. Well, it was warm. It had pockets and it was only $80, which in Disney World, come on, that's, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. No. Um, but I held off. I was like, no, no, I feel like Norway is the place. So we made it to Norway and I got a, a nice hoodie with the 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 statue of the Viking mm-hmm. on it. And it just says Epcot Norway and it was nice and toasty. They have, that Norway shop has some of the best clothes 
Yeah, they had a lot of like good clothing. Like if you're into sweaters mm-hmm. or cool jackets, that Norway shop has them. But they're real expensive, so I've never gotten one. But I've always gone in there and been like, "Ooh, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that." And then I go, "Ooh, I'm not going to buy this." Yeah, one. I saw a couple of a couple of shirts, like sweatshirtish things, but like thinner, mm-hmm. not not like a chunky sweatshirt, and a couple of jackets that I would buy and I would wear. Yeah, but they were like plain, plain black or gray, and I'm like, "Oh, and a hundred eighty dollars." Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I'll just get this sweatshirt with a Viking on it. Um. But then we left, once we finally left um, Epcot, which we didn't, the only thing we rode was the Mexico boat ride in the whole park. Huh. Yeah. Um, that is quite the choice. Well, you know, we, we get to drink it and we get to talk and in time goes away. Time flies when you're having fun. But we also had like a 930 or something reservation at uh, the California Grill. So we hopped on the... Um, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Scandalized when she was like, <laughs> I have a 930 reservation. I'm like, girl, that is... It's you should be in bed at nine thirty. That is not time to start having dinner. I, 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 if I'm in bed at nine thirty, it's because I'm sick. We are. I Michael and I are of a similar mindset. I can't. This. I can't. Nine thirty dinner reservation. Why do we even take a nine thirty dinner reservation? <laughs> oh, sidebar. I was with my friend uh, Katie Malone in Asheville a couple weekends ago, and I was getting a reservation for dinner. And I was like, "What do you think about eight o'clock?" And she was like, "Eight o'clock is too late. It's too late." <laughs> say no it's not but anyway nine thirty, you're having like well you've already had dessert maybe you're having a, a midnight snack at nine thirty. <laughs> anyway um so we hop on the the monorail head over to the contemporary uh get on up to the california grill they had the the prefix menu mm-hmm. so, well with some options um yeah i've and- never been to california grill have you no nah. No, mm. it was first of all a beautiful view because we're right by the window looking at the Magic Kingdom all lit up and we were too late for fireworks but beautiful view beautiful waiter um, <laughs> and also a good waiter but he was he was a very handsome fella yeah. we appreciated that um, I had the venison delicious um, mm. yeah so just a lovely day that was day one lovely um, okay so would, would you like to pause Epcot for day? questions. No, you, I think we yeah. broke in, right? Did you say if you liked La Cellier? I can't remember. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, what did you yeah. Think like of La I did like La Cellier. Like it was I'm glad we went for lunch instead of dinner though. Yeah. Um, in part because later on, on Wednesday we went to Charlie's. So yeah. mm-hmm. um but no, I'm glad we went. I like the like the feeling inside. You do feel like you're in, well, I guess a little wine cellar. The mm-hmm. cellar. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I liked it. Did you have pretzel bread? Did have the pretzel bread and the beer cheese soup. Yeah, those are my favorite. I feel like a steak salad would be good there. It was. It like, was really good. I feel like, I don't know. For me, when we went and it was like steak and steak is the steakhouse and steak should be the star of the show. It was like, mm, this is nothing. Mm-hmm. But if you don't order the steak, but order something that is made with the with steak. With a little steak going maybe on. That's, uh, no, maybe was, that's the way to go. It was a good choice. Um, And Brooke got the... Um, the poutine, which was also very yummy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to be hard to mess that up, right? French fries, gravy, cheese. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the next day, we were doing a morning at Disney Springs, just, you know, morning and early afternoon, and then hitting the Christmas party right. uh, that evening. So we started our morning at Springs. We headed to Wine Bar George, where we had a reservation. Got to say a little bit let down. 
except for this one drink that they have. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like a whiskey-based frozen drink. But they put Dole Whip in it. Ah. It was delicious. I think it was an old-fashioned. I guess that's where the citrus would come in. Yeah. But yeah, I recommend that. But Did it have wine in it? No. It you was, get things it, other than wine at wine You can. Lunch? You hmm. can. Um, and we had, I can't remember what we had, but we had like an appetizer. And then the waiter just never came back. So we went across the way <laughs> yeah. to Jock Lindsay's and it was amazing. We yeah. had, we had these little Christmas tree ham and cheese crescent roll thingies and, uh, I, um, oh, a hot chocolate flight, but it's the Holy Grail flight. So the little board that it comes out on says choose wisely. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And also just delicious hot chocolates. Yeah. Um, I love wine bar or not wine bar, George, Jock Lindsay's. A hundred times more than I love all of the Indiana Jones. That is too strong a statement. Like the best part of any Indiana Jones. <laughs> no. Including like just Indiana Jones himself no. standing there. Mm-mm. Or the the graphics, especially I think the Raiders You're going to get on my hate list. Um, <laughs> I will take Jock Lindsay's over any of that. Indiana Jones is my Batman Returns, Jason. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that's fine. But. And also you're wrong. No, I'm not. You're wrong about your opinion about what you <laughs> I'm like. I'm not. Indiana Jones is a scrud. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no scrud. You call him Dr. Jones. <laughs> hmm? You call him Dr. Jones. I won't. I shan't. <laughs> Anywho. And he's also a bad father. Well, he didn't know for a long time. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, so we're, we're bumming around the, uh, the Springs, very, not a lot of shopping. It was a weird trip for me. Yeah. I think for Brooke too, we, neither of us shopped that much unless I was cold and I was buying something to get one. Um, I feel like, I don't know. There's, we don't really do a ton of shopping anymore of like the Disney-y stuff. mm -hmm. but you got a Sephora right there. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I'll go to the stance store and get new socks every single time. <laughs> socks are practical though. Yeah. Always want socks. Um, But we left, the plan was to leave there. My plan. This is what I want to do. Leave there, go to Wilderness Lodge for a drink, mm-hmm. and then take the boat from Wilderness Lodge over to the Magic Kingdom for the party. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, we did that. But, we took the idea was to take the bus from Springs to Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. It took like literally almost 30 minutes for the bus to get there. The line was bananas. Everybody, it was something oh, was weird. amiss. Yeah. Cause we were like, I was counting the buses, the multiple buses for all the resorts that were coming and going while we were waiting. And uh, yeah, I don't know what was going on that day, but we eventually made it to the Wilderness Lodge and the Wilderness Lodge at Christmas is just, oh my goodness. Mm, so beautiful. So, so beautiful. And like, have we, we been there for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just um we just got coffees in the little, you know, the quick service place and sat in the lobby for a while watching people have their picture taken by the big Christmas tree in there. Yeah, yeah. So the, it was just nice. With the canoe ornaments, so they still have the canoe ornaments I on the tree. Notice. I was overwhelmed with the splendor in general. I didn't get into the specifics. Yeah. Giant fireplace. Oh, the people and people were just sitting in front of the giant fireplace, yeah. just looking at the fire. It was great. It was odd. But for um, future planning purposes or mm-hmm. for people who are listening, if you're there, if you're at Disney Springs and you're trying to do something similar and you see a bunch of buses go by and none of them are, are Wilderness Lodge 
this is very specific tip, but like if you're looking for a contemporary wilderness lodge or Floridian or Polynesian bus, like any of the Magic Kingdom resorts, then you could also take a bus to the Magic Kingdom. And then from the Magic Kingdom, they have, you could just take the boat back to wherever or take the monorail wherever. So if you, if you see that and you start to get frustrated because you can't get to the resort that you're looking for, but there's a resort next door, then, you know, maybe just switch lines to, or Magic Kingdom. I was like spitefully waiting for this bus. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, I've been there. Like, no, we're getting on a bus. And I probably wouldn't have done the same thing at the time. Mm-hmm. But, but if you want to be thoughtful about yeah, it with and the, rational. Like, the clarity of not, of you know, we're, we're in our house where the heat's on and. <laughs> seated. <laughs> seated. It's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. But we made it there. So, and it was beautiful and just, just really, really lovely. Yeah. Um, and then Did you get got, some of the gingerbread house? Do they have a gingerbread house there? They didn't have, not the full size one. Like you could buy, they had a little, like a new booth in the lobby with Christmassy treats or holiday okay. treats. Um, but uh, more on gingerbread houses okay. tomorrow. Um, but we left there. We took the boat, the very cold boat ride over to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't enough room for us to sit inside. So we were out. Oh. <laughs> out up front, but, you know, bundled up. Um, oh, we did get our faces painted at Disney Springs. That was fun. Oh, yeah. She got an elaborate face paint. Yeah, yeah. Like Holly. And then, like, I just told her I wanted, like, Holly leaves and berries, like just kind of to the side, like forehead down the temple. A Christmas motif. And I didn't even realize until I was done and Brooke pointed it out. Like the holly berries, she made a little Mickey out of the three holly berries. <laughs> it was so cute. They know uh, what they're doing. Um, and like we're, you know, whenever I've gotten my face painted as an adult at Disney World before, and you're always the only, you and your person you're with are usually the only adults getting their faces painted. But then all the adults you see the rest of the day, like, oh, where'd you get that done? Or it's so cute. Get your face painted. If you want to get your face painted, it doesn't matter if you're not a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Treat, Treat yourself. Um. But yeah, we get to we get to Magic Kingdom. We get in. We're partying it up. Various cookies and beverages. Um, the apple cider was not good. What was your favorite cookie? Um, I think their chocolate chip. It was just the chocolate yeah. chip. It was good. Um, and we had. I feel like we had dinner. Oh yeah, Co- is it Cosmic Rays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Space Dog Showbiz. There, yeah. yes. <laughs> <clears throat> That's um, the official name. People call it Cosmic Rays, but it's if you look at the official incorporation documents, it's uh, Space, Space Talk Talk Showbiz. Showbiz. Yeah. Um, I had the, like, it was on the holiday menu. It was like a pot roast melt or something like that, which was good. Oh, interesting. Um, and then we, you know, then we started just riding rides. I think we rode a couple before we went to dinner, but um, Jingle Cruise, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, did Haunted Mansion. We did. Were the rides crowded? Like trying the, to get on them? At the Like maybe the first one. I think the first thing we rode was Jingle Cruise. But it was before. Like we got there about five o'clock. So they hadn't cleared out gotcha. people yet. Um, the regular. The regular people. <laughs> plebeians. Day guests. <laughs> um, so we had to wait a little bit for that. Um, but but we had a good skipper. She did. I don't remember her name, but she did a good job. Excellent. Um, and... But then after that, we really didn't have to wait long at all for anything. That's good. Um, but we did the, the that know, is one the of the basics. great things about the parties is if you're like if you're there for like you want to get all the photo ops with the 
special characters or whatever, you could spend the whole night in line. But if you're there to just ride rides, then yeah, you can really get on. We did watch the Christmas parade and like we were right in the hub. Like it was a perfect spot oh, right nice. in front of the castle. We just kind of happened upon it. We were not paying attention to the, cal- <laughs> uh, the schedule, but yeah, it's just like, Oh, the parade's starting. All right. Yeah. And love happening. Santa Claus was there. And that was always, you know, that's always nice, especially right before Christmas. He's taking the time out of his schedule. Yeah, I feel like to come to Disney be, World. He would be busy. Yeah. Um, I guess when you can play with the space time thing, mm-hmm. you know, we did not. So my, my back was in the not most ideal state that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brooke's not a super roller coastery person anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's okay. But anyway, we did not ride Space Mountain. I wanted to, but I was like, I don't want to not be able to stand up yeah. after. Um, but we did ride the people mover, so we got to go in there with the lights on. <laughs> Lovely. Very cool. Oh, was the lights the cr- were on? The lights were semi-on because it was like they they holidayed it. Yeah, was it green and red? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, they do like a over quote-unquote overlay. Huh. That's but, cool. Yeah, but just a light overlay. But you can see, like, you can see how close everything is in there, <laughs> which is half of the reason I wanted to ride. It's like, I've never ridden it like that. Oh, that yeah. sounds cool and scary. Um, but, uh, and we did, yeah, I can't even remember all the rides we did, but we had a lovely time. Mm-hmm. And um, then, we, you know, we eventually, we get back to the hotel. And, you know, it's been a long day. We're getting ready to get ready for bed. <laughs> And we can't figure out how to get our bracelets off, like the bracelets from the event. And like we spent a good five to 10 minutes trying to figure out how to get these bracelets off. I'm looking for videos on my phone. Like neither of us has a scissor or nail clippers or anything like that. And finally, I just get so angry at mine that I just hulk out in some manner and it comes (laughs) off my wrist. And it was like, how did you do that? Then I tried to do it to Brooks too, but I didn't want to like hurt her arm. Um, so, like, another 10, 15 minutes, we're trying to get hers off of her arm. She, like, at one point, she wets it because we're, like, she's thinking, you know, if it's wet, it'll slip out more easily. But then I remember that when you wet fabric, it, it actually makes it tougher. Yeah. And so, But then, stroke of genius, she's like, I have a razor in the bathroom. So, she gets her razor, like, her <laughs> yeah. shave your legs razor. And... Slowly but surely, just shaves the bracelet <laughs> off. I got, I got a picture of it. And everything, it, like that was a half hour of our lives <laughs> trying to get those bracelets off. But they're very secure, Disney World. Good job, I guess. I always throw a Leatherman in the bag. That's wise. Um, yeah, and it's for it's for things like that. Like, um, may, it may be because of a Disney, I can't get this wristband off. Mm-hmm. Um, that may have been the original thing, but. Because like, they're the ribbony ones with the metal thingy on them. Yeah. They're not just like the tape over kind. Yeah. And the, uh, but like work travel and stuff. I was like, this, I, sh- I just need one of these in my bag. And it comes in handy. Yeah. I used to always carry a pocket knife, but then like I c- had to stop because I was going into like courthouses and jails. They and don't take kindly to they that. They don't appreciate it. Yeah. I even had like, I had a, bullet on my keychain once <laughs> had to um had, i had to turn it in my keychain the guy was like i'll give it back to you when you come back out i mean it wasn't a live bullet it's just barney fives but anyway um so that was tuesday and then wednesday is the ultimate treat yourself day okay so wednesday we had booked um at the grand floridian resort and spa at the spa we had booked facials and massages mm-hmm. like midday and this was something that you had done recon on Oh, yes. Yeah. I I had personally done the recon on the October trip um, where I had gotten just the massage. Um, But I go for 
like I, I as soon as I got the October massage, I texted Brooke and I was like, we're doing this again. I'm booking this now. Yeah, we're going to, yeah. Um, so we go to the spa, um, have a lovely experience there. Um, best massage I've ever had. I did not personally <laughs> connect with the masseuse or the massage therapist, whatever. Um, but she's good at her job. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to. I don't have to. Yeah. Don't have to like you for you to be good at your yeah. job. I'm not a huge fan of my orthodontist, but if he gets results. He's getting, he's getting the job done. He's getting yeah. the job done. Um, I prefer silence. Right. <laughs> right. Or music. <laughs> I don't want to chat. <laughs> no chatting. No. I just, I'm not here for that. I did, like, it was such a good mas- massage that one, um, I didn't really have any more back problems through the week. And that's two, oh, that's I'm pretty sure I nodded off a couple of times during nice. the massage. It was a good sign. Um, and then, so my thought was we would leave there, leave our, our spa time and just at the Grand Floridian, grab some lunch at one of the, you know, not one of the fancy, fancy places, but one of the the little, I can't even remember what it's called, like the Grand Floridian Cafe or yeah. something in there. And hopefully that would waste enough time so we could get to the Enchanted Rose, um, the bar on the second floor. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. That's beating least themed. Yes, mm-hmm. but very lightly themed. Um, didn't have like it was a zoo. Everybody was at the Grand Floridian. They were not at fifty percent occupancy. I don't believe. Ah. Um, which makes sense. Family or fancy Christmas trip. Stay there. I get it. Um, but the yeah, gym, and people love the Floridian for Christmas too, and it's beautiful. Like yeah. they have much like the the Wilderness Lodge, the big giant tree, but they also have the gingerbread house, which I've seen before. The, the giant gingerbread house, but this year I don't know how long they've been doing this. It was a little shop, like there were people inside the gingerbread house selling cookies. You could buy a gingerbread shingle. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah I knew they or did coffees that. and stuff. Like I did not know they did they did that. So that was very cute. Did you buy one? I didn't. I thought about it, but the line was just too long. Okay. I was I wasn't that interested in. I made my own gingerbread. You like uh, a three to five person line gingerbread? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how much you like gingerbread, that's, three to person. I don't actually like gingerbread all that much. Yeah. I just like gingerbread houses. Um, how many? Michael likes gingerbread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've made Michael gingerbread a number of times. How many people in line do you like gingerbread? That's a good metric. I don't know. I don't really buy gingerbread from places. I like when people make gingerbread. Yeah. But think, if we're at the Grand Floridian, you uh, like gingerbread, how many people in line would you wait for gingerbread? No, no more than 10. Like Okay. This was easily a 15-person line, yeah. possibly 20. Yeah. Five would probably, I would probably look at it and be like, yeah, I don't really care. Okay. Mm-hmm. Care for it. Um, but so we can't eat there. So we end up going to uh, Port Orleans French Quarter, I think. And just, we have a lunch and some beignets mm-hmm. there. Um, and by that time, what'd you have for lunch? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, it was like a, it wasn't great. It was like salmon and slaw, okay. something like, like not, not anything remotely okay. to write home about. The beignets were good. Um, but then we have back to our resort because Mark and Bella are arriving soon. We experienced two different rude-ish bartenders at two different bars at our resort. I mean, it's rude for Disney, not rude in the real world. At Coronado? At Coronado. It was just odd. Which bar? One was the one, like, basically there's a pool directly across the springs, whatever Mm -hmm. that lake is. Um, And there's a, a bar at the pool. 
We were trying to go to this particular bar that we had seen on the map, which the map suggested that was near the pool or near the pyramid or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we get over there and it's clearly not the right place. So Brooke asked the bartender, is this the only bar in this area? And he was just like, this is only the only bar here. There's no other bars around here. Like, you know, we're asking about the whole resort and (laughs) you also know that there are multiple bars. Yes. So that was just like, it was one mm-hmm. in the middle of the lagoon or the right, spring. Or right, whatever. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we leave there and amble around and we eventually find the bar. There's we were one at the for. top of that building. There are there are easily ten on the bottom of the lobby. Eight to ten yeah. bars there. We ended up in the one, I think, at the bottom of the lobby. Oh, that's that's where we ended up. But the bartender there was just That's the one where they turn the reception desk into a bar. It, it, might, right? it might be because it kind of does look like that. But there's Maybe. the reception desk is up here. Yeah. And like then the stair, there's a stairway here. And then there's the bar, like not exactly yeah, under the like reception desk. Under where you come in yeah. from the front. Maybe I may be thinking of something else. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, that one was, I can't even remember exactly what that bartender did too, but it was, it felt sexist. <laughs> I'll just I'll just leave it there. Probably um, was then. <laughs> I did have a good drink, whatever it was. I don't remember what it was, but it was yummy. And then we go to Charlie's that night for dinner, and it was delicious. That sounds like a great day. Yeah, yeah. Lots of treats. How was Charlie's? Charlie's was wonderful. Better than La Cellier. Certainly better yeah. than La Cellier. I knew. I mean, I knew it would be. Did you get the escargot or no. the lobster bisque? No, I thought about the lobster bisque, but I ended up, I went with a Caesar salad instead, and it was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I think you like the Caesar there, don't you? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you get the full leaf of romaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's on like the long plate, uh, and I love a Caesar salad anyway. Um, I did have one hiccup in that I ordered in aviation the cocktail and got a martini made with aviation gin. Right. But, I mean, it booze is booze. I'll, <laughs> I guess I, I, I like I like a gin martini, so like, it worked out for me. I don't like a gin. Just throw it back in the waiter's face. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I wouldn't have ordered it in the first place because probably not. Yeah, still has uh, still has gin in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still has gin in it. Um, and then we had uh, oh the at Charlie's that I think it was like a butter cake, a gooey butter cake or something like that dessert. Mm. Amazing. I've heard of this before, but I don't know that I've ever had a gooey butter cake before. You should. I feel like I need one. Yeah. I mean, I don't need one, but I feel like I would like to have one. You would like <laughs> it. You would very much like it. Yeah. Um, if done well. I wonder if America's Test Kitchen has a gooey butter cake recipe. I bet they do. Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream has a gooey butter cake ice cream flavor, but the cake itself is butter, I think. Mm. My humble opinion. I had their everything bagel ice cream, I think. Oh, interesting. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Wednesday was the ultimate treat yourself day. Um, Thursday, we did Universal... Friday, I actually had a Fleming's day. Okay. Um, and got to treat myself by and the Flemings are some friends of ours. Other friends. I think Chris has been on Monopoly. The Chris, yeah, Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, Monopoly. He, yeah, I think he's been. I don't. Has Katie been on the podcast before? Maybe a long time ago. I think so. Yeah, yes. they're on for a cruise. Yeah, they're on for the cruise. We had yeah. to re-record. Oh, that's right. Um, but yeah, they they I met them. We had a Universal. No, we had a Studios day. <laughs> um, so they have a four year old. Riley, who's my godson, and I've been wanting, Riley and I have both been wanting to ride Slinky Dog Dash together. So, uh, we, so we got to ride Slinky Dog together, and it was awesome. Oh, that's so cute, I bet. Because uh, Riley is... Pure joy and sunshine. I mean, he's like, 
I would say top five most adorable kids on the planet, probably. I mean, I would, yes, um, yes. Easily top five. And right? he's he's really sweet yeah. and funny yeah. and also credit- like if there were if if they filled the Kodak Theater for an award show mm-hmm. and one of the awards was best or most adorable child on the planet, Riley he would be assigned a seat in the front row. Absolutely. <laughs> he would be. The camera's on him all yeah, the time. Camera's on him. He's yes. next to he's next to Oprah. He's next to Meryl Streep. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they're there, but I guess I, I would assume there are you gotta other, have like a, there are other a host. Awards. They're yeah. hosting maybe. You gotta build up to the most adorable child in the planet. Yeah. But he and like really big credit to Riley and his parents. But um like we had to wait in line for well over an hour for Slinky Dog and he was completely cool in the line. He was oh, just yeah? well behaved. Yeah. I mean, it was not just me and Riley. It was me, Riley, and his father. Yeah. So um he had like Was he in a stroller with a Nope, no stroller. He was walking. He he did iPad? ask for he just asked for like Chris carried him a little bit yeah. here and there, but um No leash. No screen. <laughs> no screen. No, no, leash. no, he just like he was just living his best life in he was line just with being, his, And he's a he's his, his dad and his his grandma works at Disney, so they are down there a lot. So he has a lot of waiting in oh, well, not knows. a lot of waiting in line experience, yeah. but he's a lot of Disney it. experience. Yeah. Um, did you get a picture of you two on Slicky Dog? I did not. I was oh. hoping, like, I realized as we were getting in the thing, I was like, maybe they do a like do the picture on the track, and nothing ever came up on my app. So, oh, yeah. oh because they, they do, don't yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also, I also got to ride for the first time. I got to go um, ride Rise of Skywalker. No, that's not the name of the <laughs> no. Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. That's the name of the ride. And Carrie is a huge Star Wars fan. Has always been. Yes. And it was, oh, it was so good. It was like, I'm still kind of stunned. Yeah. It's stunning. It is stunning. Yeah. And you don't know what to expect. Like even like just the beginning. Oh, Hey, there's BB-8 and he's moving around like yeah. awesome. And it just, Oh, look, holograph or hologram. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then when you go in that hangar and the hangar, and all the stormtroopers are up there and then the, 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 and the, it's the, dead quiet. <sighs> Nobody says anything. So you're cool. in awe. Yeah. In awe. Oh, so good. Um, we also did Star Tours, which is still mm-hmm. beloved. Did you do the Falcon? Millennium Falcon? No, I still haven't done that. Uh, there was just right. not enough time. Yeah, next time. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a glorious day. Though by the end of that day... Do you have any blue or green milk? No. We did go to... We were in the cantina, for, so I had a drink or two in okay. there. Yep. Um, and I feel like we had another... Did you get one of those space hot dogs? No space hot dogs <laughs> or any other kind of hot dog. Um, had a pretzel. Did have a pretzel at some point. Okay. Um, I think it was like more of a snacky day than a meal day. Yeah. I tried one of those pop tarts, but it's not a pop tart because you know trademark. Oh, from uh, mm-hmm. oh, I love those things. It so was much. good. It, I didn't eat it all, but it was good. At Woody's, that mm-hmm. was yeah. Um, but yeah, by the end of the day, generally was, every time we're at um. The studios at some point I'll be like I'll catch up with you guys later and quickly mobile <laughs> order one of those things and go over there and get one yeah it was it was tasty and uh but no by the end of the day I was feeling not great mm-hmm. like just like tired and I'd had a bit of a cough a, a COVID negative but nope. a bit of a cough <laughs> um so I was I don't I don't know I was in a state and the Flemings were kind enough to drive me from the park back to my hotel and we stopped at McDonald's on the way so I could get a chicken sandwich oh, and, nice. a, and a smoothie that's giant McDonald's the giant McDonald's, the giant McDonald's. <laughs> um so yeah that was my 
that was my trip. The the broad strokes. A solid trip. You also did yeah. a Universal Day? Yes. Um, so we'll talk about that in the extra, I think, for our Patreon mm-hmm. listeners. Mm-hmm. So if you were to give advice to someone on like best ways to treat yourself at Disney World, what would you pick? I would pick, well, if I was if I'm picking a thing mm-hmm. to pick a thing, like my favorite thing was probably it's a toss-up. It's either the like the massage, the spa experience is wonderful. Yeah. It's costly though. Like yeah. it is like three or four times what I normally pay for a massage. Yeah. Um, but you get in addition to whatever spa service you're booking, you get to use the like stuff in the like the ladies or gentlemen's lounge area. So they have a sauna and a plunge pool kind of a thing. They have these heated tile lounge chairs in there. Um, They have how long you could stay in there until they kick you out. They tell you 30 (laughs) minutes before and 30 minutes after your service, but I didn't see anybody getting booted. Yeah. Um, But they have, you know, like a bar with tea and yogurt, little snacks and stuff like that. It, so it was, it's lovely. It's a lovely experience. I wish the spa itself was bigger uh-huh. Like the footprint of it, because it felt a little, a little confined, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so and not that every was a big one. resort has a spa. Is that the only spa? It's the only one the functional right open? now. A lot of the are still closed. A few of the other resorts apparently have had spas, but they're none of them. Like Wilderness Lodge had in the past at some point had a spa and Saratoga there there yeah. and, and I was like is it Coronado Springs but no I think Saratoga Springs had it they just but they're they like if you go to the website it will tell you that the Floridian is the only one on property operational right now right. Um, but no I was a big fan of that but the other thing that I am increasingly a fan of is the go to a resort that you're not staying at and either or both look around and maybe have a drink or have a meal there. Yeah. On your October trip, you did a monorail. Almost. Loop, right? Almost did the monorail loop. What happened? Well, I did, I guess technically I did do it. So in October, so it was the hybrid trip. So then I'm with the Stoddards. Yeah. And, um, Oh, I guess talk about also, uh, your, your, um, uh, your logistical plan for for balancing. Oh yeah, and yeah, okay. yeah, I got gotcha. you. So okay, drink or, or monorail loop. Sorry, monorail loop. Um, well, monorail loop or starter trip. Monorail loop. Okay, first and then the on the starter trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So one of the days in my October trip, I had I had to do some work. I knew I was going to have to do some work in the morning, um, but I had also booked the massage at the at the Floridian in October. Okay. Um, they had a harvest massage with different harvest autumn scents. No, it was good. Gross. I left smelling like an apple. I was <laughs> amazed. Um, <laughs> they use pumpkins and throw pumpkins at you. For- pumpkin Pumpkin was a, one of the scents offered. And when like I go in the room with the, the massage therapist and she's like, okay, you can pick among these scents. And I picked the, the apple one. And she's like, thank you for not picking pumpkin. <laughs> Just straight up. And now she was like, would you rather have the massage oil or this can of pumpkin pie filling <laughs> pie me or some Comstock cherry filling. <laughs> I can use that to massage you with. <laughs> so sticky. So sticky. Um, that day I had planned that since I had the work day, um, it was like the second day of the trip. Um, we had breakfast, I had breakfast with the Stoddard. So that's the mom, dad, and two little girls, one mm-hmm. being almost five at the time, one being almost 
eight months at the time. Um, but we had breakfast at Kona Cafe, which I love the Kona Cafe. Yep. So we start the day there. So I had a mimosa there. So I had my drink at the Polynesian right. with breakfast. Okay. Um, then they departed for the park, whatever park they were going to that day. And I, I had to do a work call. Um, so I do it on the Tiki Terrace. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And like, I got the If com- you got to work at Disney World, I know, Tiki right? Terrace ain't a bad place to um, do it. So like the, the people I'm talking to, and I'm on video. So they're like, show us around. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, it was lovely out there. There were too many birds coming too close, but whatever. <laughs> I accept that. Um, and then I go from there to Floridian for the massage um, once I'm done with the spa stuff, I head to the main lobby of the Floridian. That I had lunch that day at the uh, the cafe there. Okay. Delicious. Like I had a, a nice like lemony soup and a salad. It was great. Um, and then I, it was a late lunch. So I was lingering around and um, was there late enough. The Enchanted Rose Bar mm-hmm. uh, opens at 3.30. And... People were lining up starting at about three o'clock <laughs> to get in this place. Not a ton of people, but people. Okay. Um, but was I, it like a full online or just milling about? It was milling about. Okay. It was more milling about. And it was, I mean, I'm thinking like six, eight people. It wasn't like opening night at Attack of the Clones or anything. Not exactly <laughs> that, no. Um, but get See, in kids, there. Back in the old days, you had to, you didn't you get had to wait. assigned seats. You had to wait. <laughs> And you got to throw an elbow if you're trying mm-hmm. to save a seat. You can you can maybe save one seat. Yeah, can't save the whole row. Don't save a row. No, it's not going to happen. Don't be. You're going to lose. Yeah. Um. But so get into the Enchanted Rose, and it's it's lovely. Like if it wasn't called the Enchanted Rose, you probably wouldn't know it was supposed to have a Beauty and the Beast tie-in. Okay. Yep. Um. But it's like you know a lot of like velvet furniture, like of the like it goes with the feel of the Floridian, like a like yep. a Victorian vibe to it. A little bit. Um, and lovely cocktails on the cocktail menu. I can't remember. I had something, maybe a lavender fog, something like that. <laughs> it, it was good, whatever it was. Um, and then I was noticing the the man across the bar um, just being, um, I was judging him. Mm-hmm. He was just being a little obnoxious toward the bartender and just like trying to engage her in conversation about different kinds of mezcal and <laughs> And I don't know if this is going to be any good, but he's like, all right, I'll take your advice and drink the drink you take. And then he, then he's like marveling later at, wow, this was actually a good drink. You picked a good one. I'm like, she is a professional yeah, bartender kind of thing. and also is trying to work for like the, the, there are a fair few people in there at this point. It's just, he was obnoxious to me yeah. from like Barfly 12, culture is 12 feet away. It's something. Yeah. Um, but then since it was that trip was the week of, or right before Halloween, People were going to the Halloween party, so at the at the the, the fancy bar at uh, the Floridian, there are three people who are probably in their like earlyish twenties, and they were dressed as the the people from Up, huh. and, uh, and I can't remember the kid's name. What's the kid's name? Randall, well, Ralph. Do- Doug is the dog. I remember that. Yeah. I think it's Randall, Carl, and Randall. Carl and Randall. No, well, Randall's the snake monster from Russell. Russell? Russell, yeah. Russell. Okay, so one of them, she's dressed up as Russell, and she's got the the like pent. What do you call the thing? The sash that you wear with all the patches uh-huh. on it. Yeah, she looks adorable. I mean, they all look cute, but she looked extra cute with her little, all her patches. Um, and uh, yeah, so I had a lovely drink there. Departed there, and then I think that evening I. Oh, that evening I met up back up with the starters for dinner, but we just had dinner in the room because we were staying at. Uh, Staying at Sarasota Springs, mm-hmm. and, but in like one of the 
DVCs. Yeah. So we had, it was a suite. So we had like two bedrooms with two beds each and a kitchen living room. So we just had pizza rolls and such that night. Lovely. It was mm-hmm. nice. Uh, all right. So take us home with your, uh, so what you, you strategically planned your park days when you went on the concurrent trip, you strategically right. planned your park days and your treat yourself days. Yes. What, how did you, how did you do it? So what I did was part of it was work influence. Part of it was just circumstance of, tickets influenced Mm -hmm. as in they the the stoddards went to the halloween party on thursday evening Uh by the time i got around to getting a ticket they were sold out so i couldn't go so i knew that like thursday was going to be probably an on my own day certainly that evening and i also knew that there was going to be some work stuff that i needed to take care of on tuesday so that was why i put um i didn't buy a ticket for any of the parks on tuesday okay um and that's when I booked my massage because my work stuff was going to be in the morning so yeah, I could do the it. relaxing afternoon, which that panned out. Um, but I really, like, I could have made it so I just joined them for like three days of their trip and done, done it condensed. But I wanted to be there for Cece's first time going to the Magic Kingdom, right. which was worth it. She yeah. was just over the moon. Yeah, that's all. If you're ever on the fence, like a child's first time at Magic Kingdom is the best. She was just, yeah. Yeah. It was it was fun. It was really really fun to see it. Yeah. Um. And she, I mean, her first time entering the Magic Kingdom, she's in her Cinderella dress. Yeah. So <laughs> it was perfect. Um, so she has bad taste, is what you're saying? No, I am not, <laughs> sir. Mm. Cinderella forever. Um. I was. I mean, on Cece's first trip into the Magic Kingdom with her in her Cinderella dress, I'm wearing my Cinderella T-shirt. So yeah. Meh. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But the day on the first day, like we go to the Magic Kingdom and we're doing stuff. And I think we'd had lunch. What anyway, sometime in the afternoon, we'd just gotten off small world. And I get a work text that like something is they need me to on a call. Something is amiss. So I'm like, okay. And I'm I'm heading, uh, I I depart from the park or I'm starting to um, let the daughters do their thing. I'm like, I'll head back to the hotel and we'll we'll consult later for dinner or whatnot. And as I'm walking, past the castle like toward the on the side um they're asking me work people are asking me if i can join a call so i'm like okay sure so i pull over and i'm like perched on a half wall um <laughs> beside cinderella's castle and i'm on my team's call with video on because if you're gonna if you're gonna interrupt my vacation you're gonna see yep. what you're interrupting you're know <laughs> um and like we're talking away we're talking about we're talking about you know some very fairly gnarly work things yeah um just because of the nature of the what nature I do. Of your job, yeah. yeah. Um, we don't sue people for doing nice things. Right. Um, and that like, would be mean. That would be mean. And I feel like a waste of resources. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking away and I can see my own little face box, you know, at the bottom of my phone screen. Like I don't have headphones or anything with me. So it's just, we're all in Disney World talking about litigation. And then, but I noticed that there's someone like leaning around, peeking over my shoulder. <laughs> and then my coworkers are like, who's that? And I turn around and it's Cinderella's stepsisters <laughs> who like are, are, you know, totally interacting and talking to my coworkers, including both of my bosses. And they're like, how did you get them in that little box? and all this stuff and but then one of the bosses says something about the wicked stepsisters and like one of them is very offended at having been called wicked and they scamper away and it was amazing it was just i wish that call had been recorded that would have been awesome um but yeah so like the balance between the 
have time with the 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 family mm-hmm. and have time on my own. It was somewhat dictated by circumstance, but it worked out as a good balance because yeah. it was like Monday was with the fam, Tuesday I was on my own, Wednesday back with the fam, Thursday mostly on my own, and Friday back with the fam. Yeah. Friday we did a drink around the world for Casey's birthday. Oh, nice. Yes. Lovely. Also, I have learned that I have, not just me, but me, Brooke, Casey, Stephen, we're all, um, we're maybe too good at drinking because I don't get drunk drinking around the world anymore. Well, I feel like you probably take a more... We go slower and we snack more because, you know, yeah. we have more money than we did when we were 22. But yeah, when we were doing it, it was hit all the countries in a row only drinking in two and a half to three hours. And figure That'll out how to do you. some rides too. Yeah. So it's also possible that drinks aren't as strong anymore. Some of them are not. Some of them are definitely weaker. All right. Well, what is your favorite way to treat yourself at Disney World? Carrie? Thank you for treating yourself to a, a once in future co-host uh, appearance on the podcast. We appreciate it. Thank you for treating me. Yes. Um, so if you have a favorite way to treat yourself, email us at info at tfppodcast.com. Uh, you can also find us at various places on the internet, generally at slash podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, check out our t-shirts at shop.tfppodcast.com and sign up for Patreon at patreon.com. Slash TFE podcast. That's all I got. Anything else? I want to change my sweet treat yourself thing okay. from the small topic. Donut. Mmm. It's hard for me not to buy a donut. Yeah. That's all. Donut's all right. a good one. I'll think about that through the whole episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to the Duncan. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>